Girlfriends, episode number 27, giving you the gist. Hello and welcome to Girlfriends. I'm Danielle Bean. I'm a wife and a mom, and I'm on a mission to help you know your worth as a woman so you can find peace, balance, and joy in family living. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Hey, girlfriends. How are you? Happy 4th of July. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're enjoying a long weekend with friends and family. Um, This is going to be a little bit of a different episode of the Girlfriends podcast because I am so darn tired and stressed out and busy. (laughs) And it's a holiday anyway. So I think I'm going to cheat just a little bit. I'm going to be sharing with you um, some of the recordings that I managed to do this past week when I was in Boston taping episodes of The Gist. Always a blast when we do that. I think I explained to you last time that the season, um, it's set up with weekly shows. It goes for 14 weeks. And then they they run uh, reruns after that. Um, But we tape them all at once. (laughs) So we're on set, we we tape a show, uh, we actually tape two shows, and then we change outfits, then we we do more. And then so this past week, I was in Boston at Catholic TV in the studios there with my co hosts, Carolee McGrath and Rachel Balducci. And I did not get to all the recording that I wanted to do for the podcast. It just had to be low on my list of priorities. We were getting the show done after all. And there was tons we were doing. We were doing not just the shows, but promos recorded and interviews and, you know, all these different little things that they can only do when we're all there in person. So I only ended up doing three different interviews. I managed um, not quite to get to all the people that I wanted to talk to and share perspectives with on the gist. But just to give you a little background, if you're not familiar with the TV show, This was our sixth season that we were recording that's going to be released beginning in the fall. And so this goes back several years um, when I first started with Catholic TV. And the way that it happened was I was invited to come on a different show on Catholic TV, which is their their live show, which they um, air a couple of times a week called This Is The Day. And they have, you know, live interviews on there. And I was invited to be on that to promote an event that we were doing in Um, in the Boston Diocese, which was back then I was working for Faith and Family Magazine. And we were hosting an in-person event for moms called Moms Day Away, hosted by Faith and Family Magazine. And Catholic TV, being in Massachusetts, it was kind of a great connection to have to go on and just talk about the, the day and why women need to get together and promote the magazine a little bit. And while I was in the studios there, I had the opportunity to Um, meet the station manager, Jay Fadden. He was actually the person who interviewed me on the show. If you watch Catholic TV, you'll know Jay. He's the one who hosts uh, This is the Day with Father Reed and Kevin Nelson. Um, He's one of the main characters there that you'll see on a regular basis. And uh, Bonnie Rogers, who I am not sure what Bonnie's official name is at Catholic TV, but she like is Catholic TV. (laughs) If you've ever gone to a conference or other event where Catholic TV was present, Bonnie was probably there. She was probably working the floor. She is just a dynamo. She's an amazing woman. And so I got the chance to talk with her a little bit. And in talking with her, talk about women in television. And, um, you know, what did uh, I wanted to know what Catholic TV had to offer for women and what kind of lineup they had. And, um, 
In talking with her, it seemed that there was really a place at Catholic TV for a show that would be specifically aimed at women in a very similar way to the way The View is. Ultimately, the show that I pitched to them was very much based on The View, that kind of conversational approach to different topics with uh, a few different women who, um, you know, just kind of talk and laugh. And it's fun topics, but also serious topics. And um, the idea for the gist was just that it would be, you know, a a very conversational show, um, a fun show to watch, a, a fast-paced show with a lot of energy. And um, Bonnie invited me to put together a proposal. So I did and pitched it to Jay Fadden and uh, got to meet with him. And he liked it and he was supportive of it. He's a, a great fan of television aimed toward women. He, in fact, told me um, a few seasons ago that he watches the gist and enjoys it a lot. So he's a, a closet male gist fan. It's not just women who watch the gist. Um, so then, you know, set about kind of figuring out who the co-host should be. And Rachel Balducci is um, one of the co-hosts that we ended up going with. She's my longtime friend. She and I have known each other forever. If you listened to, I don't know which number podcast it is, she was a guest here on the Girlfriends podcast. She and I go way back to like 2004 when we first met online, when we were both blogging, back when blogging was uh, the thing um, in social media. It was like the only way that people were really connecting and the world just seemed so much smaller online back then. So Rachel and I go way back to then and she and I have always clicked. We've always had a lot of fun talking together, and I knew she'd be great for the show. And then the the other co-host that we have is Carolee McGrath, who I did not know previously, but she was well-known to Catholic TV because she has a great TV background, unlike Rachel and I, who kind of came in and were sitting in the studio like deer in the headlights. <laughs> Carolee knew what she was doing in front of a camera. She has a history um, as uh, a newswoman in the Boston area, and nowadays she does... Um, TV for the Diocese of Springfield. Um, also, she does some work, I think, with public TV, different kinds of interviews. She's just a real uh, smart, savvy reporter style woman, but she's also a great pro-life advocate. So she brings a great perspective, um, unafraid to voice her opinion in any situation. So she's a great addition to the show as well. I've really enjoyed getting to know Carolee over the years. So um, I mentioned that there were some interviews that I managed to do. I did manage to interview Rachel Balducci just briefly. Um, Also, Charles Green, who works the cameras on the gist, and uh, Kate Andrews, who's our producer. Those are the only ones I managed to get in. I I had dreams of so much more, but alas, it was not meant to happen. So recording these episodes this week and every week that we've done it in this intense kind of way, um, we always wind up getting a little bit punch drunk by the end. <laughs> where there, there always comes a point where I find that I'm just like staring into one of those bright TV lights and pretty much ready to laugh about anything. So in this first interview that I, I'm going to share, this mini interview with Rachel Balducci, we're in that kind of uh, laughing mode where we're letting off a little steam. In between tapings of the show, um, we're both kind of exhausted, and it might come out a little bit in how much we're laughing in this particular interview. But I wanted to explain um, before I I share this particular mini interview with Rachel, she references an incident when I ask her about her funniest memory from the gist or her favorite memory from the gist early on of uh, Carol Lee having an incident on air. And now, so we record the show like it's live. We generally don't stop the show. Um, I like the feel and the energy that that gives to the show. Um, But we can, of course, stop for catastrophic things. Um, Like this past week when we were recording, the the crew had to stop because the monitors behind us that kind of show the GIST logo moving in and out slowly, 
just went out for whatever reason. And so we had to stop and then redo a segment because of that. There have been other times we've needed to stop for various reasons. Um, you know, very rarely someone will regret something that they said or something came out wrong and they, they'd like to rephrase it. So, you know, we've had chances to do that, even with guests that are on that we're interviewing. Um, but this particular time was early, early on. It was in that first season. And Carolee had a new little baby who she had brought with her. And we were keeping him in the green room. My daughter, Juliet, who was uh, preteen at the time, was helping out with babysitting him. And Carolee was nursing him in between tapings. It, I mean, looking back, it's like, this is crazy. It's just crazy that we did this. And it was, it was so fun, though. And um, I, I love how women, moms in particular, will just take on anything and be like, here we go. This is what we're doing. And anyway, so in this particular um, episode, it was, you know, first season, like I said, but Rachel and uh, I guess all of us probably didn't have too much of a feeling like we can stop. You know, Rachel says she had in her mind, like, we cannot stop. Once we're rolling, we are going. And she happened to notice that um, Carolee was leaking some breast milk onto her shirt while we were taping the show when she looked over. And she was kind of panicking as we're talking. And she thinks this is going to be on the air and trying to think, how do I handle this? Is this showing to the camera? I don't know what to do. And she did that, I guess, for a little while before finally she just reached over, grabbed Carolee's arm and in her... Her southern drawl was like, y'all, we need to stop. <laughs> and then we're like, what? What's going on? And she just said, Carolee, you need to change your shirt. And poor Carolee, she's a trooper. She just laughed her head off, went, changed her shirt, came back, finished taping, and then nursed the baby after that. But how, I mean, this is what you get, right? This is how we, we laughed about it then. And I still laugh about it now that this is what you get. You invite women here to Catholic TV. Well, you know, we're coming in all of our authenticity. And I really always just love that memory. So that was one of the most memorable times. But I wanted to explain what that was all about before you hear from Rachel here about it. Um, and I, I believe our producer, Kate Andrews, in the next interview, um, references it as well. So anyway, here's me with Rachel on the set of The Gist. Okay, so I'm talking to Rachel, the the Rachel Balducci on the Girlfriends podcast. Now, we've been doing TV this week, Rachel, but this is audio only, so you got to make it sound good. Hello. <laughs> awesome. And we're also simultaneously recording to your Instagram account, which is very efficient, I, th I think. Yeah, it's fun to be here on both shows. A Minute for Mom and Danielle's podcast. And the gist. Whoops. Oh, and the gist. Three. <laughs> okay, so we're here this week recording the gist. Why don't you um, tell me one of your favorite memories from recording the gist? This is our sixth season, so you have a lot to choose from. Well, obviously the time that Carolee was nursing her baby and we had to stop rolling. <laughs> that's a bad memory, though. No, that's a hilarious memory. We had some really good, well-spoken and holy guests, and I've enjoyed getting to know them, and we've had a lot of fun, and yeah, some good times. But all you can remember is the on-air lactation. <laughs> that and the time I used the word chutzpah because I've never met somebody who had used that in actual conversation before. But now I know how yeah. to pronounce it properly. Yeah. Well, you and I both kind of learned kind of how to do TV through this by doing it in various humiliating ways, as we've already pointed out. Um, what, what, what have you appreciated most about what you've learned about um, TV as a media through working at The Gist? Um, I just enjoy all the people that we've gotten to meet. It is a funny, it's a whole different thing. You cannot hide behind the screen and the, I mean the, the computer screen and the keyboard and you kind of have to learn to, you know, listen the right way and be engaged in the right way. And I mean, it's just something I never predicted that I'd be involved in. It's very fun to be a part of it. 
So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And so this being our sixth season, we'll end with what are you looking forward to most in the many, many future seasons of The Gist to come on Catholic TV? You know, I was reflecting on this last night. I just love all the people that we get to meet who come on here and share the good work that they're doing, the way that they're building the church in the unique way that God's called them to. And I love the opportunity to spread their message and, you know, what they're doing and get that out there. Love that. I share that sentiment. Thanks, Rach. Thanks for having me. Okay, so the next uh, mini interview that I want to share with you is with Charles Green. Now, Charles is, um, gosh, how to, okay, (laughs) this is funny, and I know he won't be offended by this comparison, because we talked with him about it in person, and he thought it was funny. Charles is very much like Ron Swanson on Parks and Recreation. Do you watch Parks and Rec? He's Ron Swanson. (laughs) Okay, maybe a less exaggerated form of Ron Swanson. Um, But he is hilarious. He's just um, this very masculine guy. And um, he is studio manager, but he's really just, you know, the guy who's the boss of the cameras. And he's such a learned person. You know, when when we're taping and we're talking about the various topics, oftentimes, you know, in between the tapings, Charles will have something to offer and he'll give us a a Kipling quote or he'll share something from the catechism or some goofy thing from a country song. Like he's a walking encyclopedia. He's amazing. He's a super smart guy. He uh, takes his faith life very seriously. He teaches catechism. He's he's got a daughter that's away at college and um, a son that's home with him. Really an impressive guy, all around smart guy, but also very helpful hands-on guy. For example, when I show up at uh, the studio and I have all my outfits on hangers, um, he's the first guy I go to. And he he sets up a C-clamp, I think he called it. It's just like... Uh, this this pipe sort of thing. I guess you're supposed to use it for cameras, but he sets it up in the green room for me to, to hang all of my, my outfits on and it works beautifully. So he's very practical. He's also the guy you want to go to. He always has like a utility, you call it a utility tool. The thing that has everything on it, he's got scissors and knives and, you know, nail clippers and tweezers and, you know, he's he's the guy. You want to go to him. He's the guy and he does amazing things with duct tape and microphones very impressive guy. Anyway, I'll let you uh, judge for yourself in this little snippet where I get to talk with Charles Green. Okay, so we're continuing my recordings here on the studio at The Gist at Catholic TV. I'm here with Charles Green. Charles, what is your official title here? Uh, My official title is studio manager. Nice, but you're so much more than that. I like to think so. (laughs) And you know what I just realized? Yours is going to be as long as I play these in order, and I'll do it just for you, the first male voice on the Girlfriends podcast. Oh, Lord. Well, it's a, that, that's, that's one of the nice things about this show, for instance, is I get to spend my day surrounded by lovely ladies. <laughs> and, you know, we've often thought about that, not the lovely lady part so much, but <laughs> the, what it must be like, because you work on so many different shows here at Catholic TV. And so six seasons ago, when we first started with The Gist, and we brought the hairspray and the shoes and everything to the green room, what were your initial thoughts? Go ahead and be honest. Um, well, my initial thoughts were that I had somehow been shrunk and put into a Barbie playhouse. <laughs> um, but it was it was something I think we you know we needed very much here uh, was to have a place where uh, not just a place, but I mean a, a, an outlet for Catholic women to uh, to share their stories. And um, 
the fact that you know we've got three accomplished women who nevertheless seem like normal sane human beings <laughs> for the most part um who are able to present both you know in in word but just by example by you know by by who they are um a really positive view of the church it's uh, you know it's i'm proud to be a part of it but it's also reassuring it's something that you want to be able to share with people I love that. I love that sentiment. Now, maybe you could share one of your favorite stories. Maybe it involves um, Rachel's gaffe or some similar gaffe um, from these six seasons of recording the gist here at Catholic TV. Well, as as for Rachel's gaffe, I, I feel bad because somebody has pointed out to me on numerous occasions that when you hear somebody mispronounce a word, it's because they learned it by reading it, and that shouldn't be, you know, that shouldn't be an occasion for mockery. <laughs> On the other hand, yeah, it turns out that it's way. Really funny. And, yes. <laughs> and and I was taken aback when I heard Rachel describe someone as having a lot of chutzpah. <laughs> Frankly, I was at a stand for a moment until ransacking my brain, I realized that she could only possibly have meant chutzpah. And, of course, with my characteristic gentleness, I pointed this out to her later when I could restrain myself from laughing in her face. Uh, I'm sorry for that, Rachel. She forgives you, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. And um, I just wanted to, since this is going to be um, airing for the 4th of July weekend, I know that you're a man of many talents and you're well-read and you're politically minded in some ways. What is something that makes you proud and grateful to be an American this time of year? Well, I think there are moral grounds for believing that individual freedom is one of the most important things there is. It's, I would say it's a necessary, if insufficient, condition for right action. And I think the political system that was brought forth here 250 years ago is about as close as you get to ensuring that individual freedom uh, and respect for others that we have seen in the world. And uh, in Franklin's words, a republic, if you can keep it. (laughs) I love that. And see, we get so much more than just a camera guy when we've got Charles Green around. He really brings it all. And now, before we have to say goodbye, I want to give a shout-out to your show, I saw you on the other side of the camera recently. What was that? Tell me about that. Well, I, uh, calling it my show, I'm, I'm sort of a, <laughs> I'm a little bit of the comic relief, though. That's uh, though Matt is pl- plenty funny. That's uh, the lens. Uh, Matt, Matt, and Helen and I. Uh, Matt was kind enough to ask me to uh, occasionally put my oar in on uh, various things and my occasional bizarre abstruse discursions or uh, uh, he's willing to tolerate and as long as he's willing to tolerate them I'm willing to present them oh. that's a great guy we love that and now where can people go to check out the lens um, the best place is probably uh, the website catholictv.com there's video on demand but there's also if you've got Roku or Apple TV or uh, uh, cable systems throughout New England or various parts throughout the country Chattanooga um Honolulu. I mean, it's pretty, pretty miscellaneous bunch of places, but all over the country. In fact, uh, in K 
Canada and all over the world via the web, of course. Okay, great. Well, thanks so much for taking the time to share with the girlfriends on the Girlfriends podcast, Charles. And thanks for all the ways you support the gist. Oh, Danielle, thank you. It's always a pleasure to see you guys. Miss you when you're gone. Delighted to see you come. Awesome. See what I mean? Isn't he the best? And is he not Ron Swanson? (laughs) You can tell just from his voice, right? He totally is. Anyway, um, those of you who don't watch Parks and Rec will be wondering what I'm talking about. YouTube it, you know, look it up. You'll see what I mean. Um, So Charles is great. And I'm so glad he took the time to share that little bit. Now, the last interview that I managed to get in while I was there, um, this one's just a little bit longer, is with our producer, Kate Andrews. Now, Kate, um, she is almost 30 years old. So she's young to us, just ladies. And this was the first show that she ever uh, produced uh, full time like this. So we kind of all were learning together. And I really I love the perspective that Kate brings to the show. Um, She's seen us through some uh, bumpy times. And I love the fact that she's become so supportive of the three of us in television, because I think maybe at some points in there, she might have had her doubts (laughs) along the way. But um, I really enjoyed getting to know Kate and um, her perspective as a young person uh, working in uh, Catholic television today. So here's my conversation with Kate and what she had to share about the gist. Okay, so now I'm talking with Kate Andrews, who is the producer of The Gist and has been for all six seasons. Hi, Kate. How are you doing? Good, Danielle. This is an interesting new development. You're podcasting. That's pretty fun. Yeah, it is totally fun. And I'm happy to be doing a podcast about The Gist because that's the other part of my life, another media project that I like to work on. But remember way back when <laughs> this oh. was, was The Gist the first show that you ever produced? Uh, I had done specials before, but yes, this is the first like full series, uh, special, well, series that I had done. Yeah. It's for the first full 13 episodes. So it was kind of inciting and daunting and altogether exhilarating. <laughs> I mean, I love thinking back to that cause we were all just kind of, you know, none of us except for Carol Lee had any TV experience. And then you were this fresh young producer and we all kind of were trying to figure out what we were doing. Do you remember that first season? Like, what were your what were your expectations, and then what were you surprised by? Uh, I was surprised walking into the room where the three of you looked at me like I was a preschooler. I was. Uh, so when did you graduate? <laughs> I was. I was thinking to myself, okay, I know I have priests coming in and tell me I look young, but this, I'm just like I am the producer, guys. Just so you know. Um, and I think what my expectations were, I mean, I never thought we would get to this point where we started off with one interview a season. Now people are clamoring to come on the show and it's two, at least we have a couple episodes that there's three interviews. People just want to be on the dress because they, it's become such a great outlet, especially towards women, which seem to be, um, even though we are a very strong part of the church, it seems to be kind of underrepresented in a lot of ways. So mm-hmm. it's nice to have this kind of an outlet to get that information out there specifically to women. So people have been sitting up and taking notice the past couple of seasons, I have to say. there's All of a sudden there's been this shift of what's the gist to, oh yeah, the gist. <laughs> they know that show. Even we have Archbishop Supich on. And at the end of his interview with Carol Lee, he kind of like did a little endorsement like, this is a great show, great work you're doing. Now... Does he really watch the gist every single time it comes on? I, you know what? (laughs) 
I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I know. We do have some guys who are like closet fans of The Gist, and they, they'll sometimes tell me, that's my favorite show on Catholic TV. So, that's you know. great to hear. I know, really. We put this together for women. I'm glad you mentioned about women because that was a big motivator when I was first talking with Bonnie Rogers about making this show and that we felt like women needed a little bit more of a voice, especially inside of Catholic media. So I'm grateful to Catholic TV for giving us that opportunity and doing such a great job of it. Um, how about, do you have a favorite memory or a most scandalous memory of something that happened or didn't happen or fell through during any of these seasons of taping? You know, it's been nice. We've always gotten what I want done. I don't know how we've done it. There's been some weeks. I, I Even this week, I've, I remember looking at the schedule on Friday and thinking to myself, we are never going to get this done. And we're, we're on the third day here and we're actually ahead of schedule, which is great. And I think it's always been that way. So that's been nice. No real nasty surprises, which would been great. A uh, couple things that I remember... When we started doing the questions, I asked you guys just a little to get a little bit more of a slice of life uh, segment in there, just to get a, to get people to know a little bit more about you. I asked, I don't even remember what the question was, but I was asking. It was Rachel. What was something that we might be surprised to know about you, or what was something you did as a kid that you know your parents used to get mad at you? About? I don't even know. And and she admitted on air that she is a pyromaniac, <laughs> and. It was it was one of these later days, you know, we'd stayed until about 5.30 because we were kind of running on a more delayed production schedule. Now we've become a lot more efficient. Mm-hmm. And so it's like 5.30, most people have gone home. I think it was just Adam and Pete and me and Rachel, because I'm the one asking the questions, and all of a sudden she comes out with this. And the, the four of, well, the three of us behind the camera just started laughing <laughs> our heads off like, did she really just say that? And she's standing there, and all of a sudden she starts laughing too. So that was, I think, the most scandalous. <laughs> you know, you're like, should we call the cops or what do we do? It was. I was. I was tempted. I was like, should she be on this show? <laughs> and we did. We ended up. We ended up keeping that in. Um, other ones would be. Uh, I don't know if we can talk about this on the podcast. Oh, what? Something really scandalous? Well, remember when we had, so Carolee just had a baby? Oh. <laughs> Rachel already mentioned that. Oh, so okay. <laughs> we totally right. can. This is the Girlfriends podcast, so oh, anything right. goes yes. with Girlfriends. Oh, and I felt so bad for her because it's the first, I think it was the first season. Yeah. And she, she just baby. she just met all of these guys. I mean, it is, even though a lot of women, you know, we've got Lara on camera. When we had had her from the beginning, but now we also have Nikki. And we've got a lot more women in the studio. So that's mm-hmm. it's changed a little bit since the beginning. But when we first started out, it was mostly men in here. Right. And men in the studio. And I'm sitting in the control room. And I'm, I'm like, oh. <laughs> She's yes. leaking through her shirt. And I felt so bad. She, you know, she took it like a champ. She, she took did. it like She's a champ. Great. So that was another, another. Uh, I don't know if you want to call it scandalous, but it was it was definitely a moment that I will always remember, and, and Carrie Lee I think will too. So, but it's been it's been a great six seasons. I can't believe it. I know, I know. I didn't. I thought it was the fifth when we were coming down here again and this Carrie time. Lee, so. A couple of times she said that she's like, "Oh, this is the." F-. I'm like, "No, it's six. the sixth. Crazy. We're on." Oh my goodness, it's it's been a wonderful, wonderful ride, and I'm so glad that you guys. It's been nice to have basically the same crew, same cast, yeah. all all, all like on the project. Family now, I love it. The Gist family, That's Gist right. family. We've had some amazing guests, and I feel like I feel like you guys have grown a lot in terms of your your prowess on TV. Can I use that word? Yeah, yeah, we're we totally a prowess. 
<laughs> I love that. It yeah. Is, it's, it's you guys have just you've blown me away every single season. You know, there was one interview that I was concerned about that I was especially that you had done this year that all of a sudden last minute we had this nun that came into the the fold for one of the interviews and so now you're interviewing three people and you've only got six minutes and I was thinking to myself how in the world are we going to do this it's a t- <laughs> it's a tight interview it's and hard, you yeah. know it's tight with one person never mind three and you just did a, you took it like a ch- everybody's a champ I guess today uh, that's my favorite <laughs> word but you took it like a champ and you were able to pinpoint people and be like hey you what do you do and we got it in in six minutes and I don't think that would have happened a couple years ago no would have been a mess I remember those first interviews they were a mess so everybody loves the show so it it wasn't as much of a mess as you think Uh, well so if if listeners want to go back and um, see those early shows they're all archived on catholictv.com right you can go check them out yeah I think it's catholictv.com slash the gist but if if it's not that you can go to the catholictv.com you know regular page and we also have a Facebook page that you can get to Catholic TV too so check out that and you know I've been tweeting about the show and I think it's the gist CTV so people can check us out a lot of different places and yes they are all so if you want to see Danielle in her first (laughs) couple of days of television history the rough version well not that rough you can go back (laughs) perfect well thanks a lot kate for taking the time and thanks for everything you do to support the gist well thank you danielle this has been a great opportunity to work with you and uh, i'm looking forward to another season coming up all right me too see kate is great I had a great time talking with her and I really enjoyed hearing her perspective of those early days and the fact that, you know, she was feeling intimidated too by us looking at her like she was a little girl. And it's true. When she walked in, I was like, this is our producer. Uh, she must must be like, take your daughter to work day or something that she's so young. Um, but I hope we weren't jerks to her. Uh, we've really enjoyed getting to know her uh, through the years and, and working with her on the gist. So, that's all I have for interviews. And I'm not going to add another interview to this. um, Because it's a holiday week, I'm just going to do a a shortened version here of the podcast. And um, I think to to close out instead of doing a a separate interview and feedback and all the usual stuff, which I will get back to next week. um, I'm going to just share a little bit more music from the Vigil Project, thevigilproject.com. If you remember a few podcasts ago, when I interviewed Andrea Thomas, who's a Catholic recording artist, she shared about thevigilproject.com, where you can download free music, inspirational music. You can listen to it there. You can download it. Um, I think I made a, a small donation in order to be able to download as many songs and use them as I wanted to. Um, but I thought I would share just a little bit more from um, the Vigil Project. This time, not Andrea Thomas. You can go and you can listen to multiple songs of hers there. But this week, I'm sharing some music from John Finch. And this particular song is called Praise to You. And it's just beautifully done. It's five full minutes, um, a little more than that, actually. So if you just want to take some time to just relax and reflect and pray during the end of this podcast, I'm going to play it here in its entirety. And if you want to hear this music and more, you can check it out at thevigilproject.com. So here is Praise to You by John Finch. And I hope you'll all have a wonderful holiday weekend. God bless you.
Girlfriends is a Danielle Bean production. Know your worth. Find your joy.